Hot damn, y'all. It's Friday. Friday, April 15th. Ow! Friday. Let's do this thing. It's 6.30 a.m. on the West Coast. We got people rushing in the room already. Good morning, Jesse. Jesse, we got to figure out a time to get you co-host, and we're going to work on that. I want that to make be a thing. I'm good at words. I talk for a living. Hey, it's Queen J Friday, everybody. We're very excited to have uh, Queen J joining us here. We got a little text to Rooney's. Oh, what do we got right here? Oh. I just got a nice little treat in my inbox. I'm so excited about this. I am going to uh, do a little thing with this. Yeah, because it is Friday and we got people coming in. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, feeling pretty strong this morning. Feeling pretty strong. As opposed to those other mornings where you just are a limp noodle. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, sometimes sometimes I'm coming up to the microphone and I'm just kind of like easing in there and just kind of creeping along. And it's cool. I, I mean, I still got a lot of good... Uh, a lot of good snarky, smarmy energy for everybody, which is, you know, what <laughs> everybody what comes. That's what we come to expect from you. That's right. That's why everybody's here for the Fing Show, is for your daily dose of smarm. That's definitely why I'm here. Hey. Hey, welcome to the smarm show. <laughs> oh, should we just be smarmy the whole time? Yeah, hey, smarmy. Well, we've got a fun time today. We're going to have some cool things to talk about. Mm. Hey, you know, uh, like, what is smarmy though? Is it is it also kind of like sell? It's like braggadocious in a way too. It's kind of yeah. I always thought of it more as like a uh, you you really were just uh, in pursuit of the sale and you were just ready to shake any hand for it. That's sort of like what I ever. <laughs> That's what, not a hand. Uh, wait, wait a minute. I'm still shaking it though. Hey, if you shake it more than three times, you're playing with it, right? Is that the rule? <laughs> Honestly, that's what it is at the at the at a urinal. That's sort of the general unspoken rule. Like if you see a dude standing at the urinal, um, and he shakes it more than a few times, you're like, "All right, slick." Yeah, now you're like, time to you've... time to shuffle off to Buffalo here. <laughs> that's what he's trying to do. <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> shuffle, shuffle his buffalo off to. We're making some of that uh, Ralph's magic sauce. Oh God! Know? So thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love your laugh at the end. It's mm-hmm. so cool. <laughs> that laugh at the end was me just like uh, sort of repressurizing my gut after the burp. <laughs> see that was smarmy i thought that's what you're you're going for there well you know uh i should have just not pulled back the curtain and be like yeah i meant to do that but um you know it's cool but you're too honest and i'm too honest and i pull back the curtain a lot and it's all cool um (laughs) we've been talking a lot about pulling back the curtain today i think we should move on no just kidding (laughs) yeah hey well (laughs) We do want to thank our our sponsors here at the top of the show. Um, we did want to thank our our new airlines here. 
Let's, uh... Oh, we have a new sponsor. Hey, Whoa. hey you. How was your last experience flying? I bet it jet blue, didn't it? You didn't even get to punch anybody. Well, buckle the f*** up, because there's a new game in town, and you gotta get ready to fly the effing sky. Are you one of those types that can't walk outside without getting in a fight with someone about who you voted for two and three years ago? Well, don't worry. All our flight attendants are equipped with riot gear. Now I know what you're saying. How am I going to objectify them if they're covered with riot gear? We've got your solution. Strategic cutouts. Are you a pervy type that can't get through 20 minutes without touching his junk? Well, guess what? Every bathroom is fitted with a glory hole. Facing outward. You think you're ready for pleasure? Let the negative pressure suction of 30,000 feet get you making your own chemtrails. You ready to show up to Vegas all pre-lubed and ready to hit that strip? All first-class passengers get a case of Monster, and you get to nut-tap Kid Rock when you deplane. So fly with us today and do the American thing. Take out your repressed rage in a little aluminum tube going 600 miles an hour at 30,000 feet. You ready to jet? Then hop on Alaska. Sponsor a toxic masculinity. Thank you, Alaska. Oh, my God. God, that was <laughs> genius. Thank you. I'm going to fly them. I'm going to go fly. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm right? in now. I mean, you know, they're new rubberized floors. They've got little floor drains. You, you can do pretty much whatever you want in there. <laughs> it's like a flying cutouts. strategic cutout. <laughs> it's like a flying rage room. And then, you know. flying rage room. That's a then, great tagline. Yeah, well, I should have just used that one, actually, honestly. Uh <laughs> You little, know, another behind the scenes. I, I I was sharing this uh one with Carola, our girl Carola from the Garmy. Oh, cool. Um, and she texted back that she just she just can't stop laughing at the idea of a plane going through the sky and all these little like penises sticking out of glory holes, oh. like flapping along. <laughs> I'm that that grossed me out. I was I was all on board with the plane. Now I'm oh. oh. <laughs> I have this thing about holes. I don't like. Oh, okay. Now, Breaking no. news: Queen Jay's got this thing about holes. Everybody. No, ooh, no. Stop saying holes. Stop it. Oh no. Oh, do you no. have? Um, yes, I do. Stop it. You, oh, you have the Something. thing. Yes. The the trick to no phobia. Yes. Or stop. It is. <sighs> I had a coworker like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, this is good to know. Okay. <laughs> So this is good. No, this is important because we need to know, because me as the as the host of the Fink Show, I need to make sure that everyone's comfortable. You need a writer for every one of your guest hosts every day. I know. Well, you know, honestly, I have to say, and, and people say like, well, how would you know that? I am specially equipped to that. I did 24 years as a massage therapist and I had mm. over, you know, I... You know, I, like there were times when I would work for years at a time in a hospital and have 120 different clients. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> all right, we get it. Jesse's just uh, Jesse's just going off. And, yeah, Jay, I'm gonna, Jay, just don't look at the chat. I'm going to not look at the chat, but I'm going to uh, also need a visual. <laughs> Give me a visual. Give me something. I'm sorry. Than... Okay. All uh... right. Well, I, I do say I did. I, I did want to tell you that it was so cold this morning that I did have to have on my knit little beanie 
because it was so cold and it's okay. this Southern California morning. It is 53 degrees outside. <gasps> oh, that's freezing. That'll freeze your weenie off. Oops. Right. Bad word. Bad word. Easy now. Uh, Easy now. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> well, speaking but we, you know of what, we, though, we, we can't complain. You know, right. some of our friends up in Canada, what about Manitoba? Oh, my. <laughs> it's very cold up there. Oh, uh, they're, they're having their, yeah, they're having their blizzard. A blizzard oh. that's like, I guess one of, they said it was going to be the biggest one of like for decades, but apparently Ooh. it's been a, a little less than that, but still anything i cannot stand cold i i did uh i did two years in rochester new york uh going to school there and <laughs> was that, that your was, term two years was, to life yeah two years to life I, I did my two years and i was like i'm out i can't do it there was a day honestly when it was uh not 50 below but negative 50 and um we we got a call because i lived on campus uh we got a call from student health going just just don't go outside Oh, um, because wow. people were going outside and they were freezing. They didn't cover up well enough and they were oh. like damaging their throats and their trachea from oh breathing the air, the, the cold air. Yeah. Uh, negative yeah. So 50 is a huge bummer. We don't really experience colds like that and don't think sometimes. Well, I would, but, you know, some it's just Darwin Award contestants yeah. might not. Well, and the thing is, honestly, like. Uh, they've, they've done their best to kind of work around that. And I know, um, I know Miss Gina Wells can certainly talk about this cause she's from Rochester, but, um, there's a lot of the sort of building complexes in that city are connected by underground tunnels because there's so much nasty ice and snow that, um, oh, it's, yeah. Well, you don't. You, how do you, you cover your trachea, you, Jody, from Huntington Beach? You wear, you wear a you wear a mask. You yeah, wear, you like, wear a mask or a muffler or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to keep yeah. the heat in. Yeah, exactly. So when the ice age, Jesse's saying, so when the next ice age happens, Californians are the first to go. Just the yeah, dumb ones. That's just a given, honestly. Like California, <laughs> we have the San Andreas fault to deal with. We're going to be floating halfway to Hawaii by the time the ice age happens. I think we should put all the stupid people yeah. on that island and just let them go. Stupid island, California. Stupid island, just yeah. It, island of misfit Californians. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be Have good. Fun. You know what? You know what? That would honestly, if you think about the terrain of California and if that actually happened, I think that it would make a really nice coastline because you've got sort of the Sierra Nevada <laughs> mountains right there. Uh, you know, so if you kind of think about what's on the eastmost boundary of California there, if that was the yeah. new coast, you'd have a really cool thing because you'd have like the Sierra Nevada mountains. You'd have sort of the Nevada desert there. Um, you'd have a little bit greater variety. Sure. So, I mean, as long as you're okay with like apocalyptic earthquake death, sure, it's really a whatever, cool... <laughs> whatever, whatever. He's so picky. I, <laughs> I am. I have such a high bar. Yeah, right. I, gotta, I need to you lower and your my details. standards. You know, I do. I do subscribe sometimes that lower your expectations and you'll never be disappointed. Yes. Kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. It, it does help. Absolutely. Um, so I, I before we go any further. Queen J. Oh, okay. You and I uh, are derelict um, to an embarrassing degree. <laughs> Thank I you. I think we need some music here. Hang on a second. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to leave that sitting there. No, I think um, <laughs> we a are. a pause. I don't. <laughs> okay. There we go. All right. Okay. There. <clears throat> Whoa. Okay. I, 
Uh, that, you did and you I just are, light a candle? I did. I did. In fact, literally, this song is called By the Fireplace. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't a little early for wine, but thank you. I'll hey, you that. know what? It's never too early to get a little loaded, I always say. Um, <laughs> it's time for Chris Hardwick stories. <gasps> okay. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I, we, now, just to, just to give the audience a little a preface here. We have been trying to tell each other these stories for over a year. <laughs> Correct? Is that about, is that accurate? Close to a year. Like we have been taught, yeah. I've been telling you that I have a Chris Hardwick story since early Garmy Zooms easily a year ago. But what if this is a running gag now? <laughs> that we just never tell it and it's just all fucking made up. In my head, I'm like, this is the best way to go ever. It's like the girlfriend in Canada thing. It's like, yeah, I met him once. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that. Story. Oh, hey, you know what? I gotta go. I gotta go. Because, <laughs> like, what if I mean, we've built it up now? Yeah, right. And nothing we say could possibly match the expectation. I don't know. I got a pretty good one. I'm feeling confident. That's why I keep coming back to it because I'm feeling good. So maybe I love this maybe music, yours... by the way. I, yeah. I cannot wait to hear. I, I'm, sending you, I'm sending you this story. I, I'll send you this music too. Um, I think you're, I'm feeling like your story, you're You're letting on that it might be a little smaller. So maybe your story could be the intro story. Okay. And, and we'll then my story could be the larger. Yours. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. No, that's good. Okay. I don't, I don't want to follow you. <laughs> so people that, uh, people that don't know who Chris Hardwick is. Uh, should he, die. Should die. How dare you? Uh, he is, he's one of my favorite people. Um, and he kind of came into my, um, attention, uh, from attack of the show on G4 way oh. back in the day. Uh, so there was a show, it was sort of like a daily variety show and he had a tech talk show on that, a tech talk segment on that show called gadget prawn. And so he would talk about stuff like that and he kind of, you know, came up from there and, um, then went on to have a show on Comedy Central at midnight, um, which Favorite. again, oh, if you, show. such a good show. It was basically a fake game show that showcased stand-up comedians. And some of my favorite stand-up comedians that I follow on Twitter to this day, I discovered on at midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marcel, Marcel Arguello and like, oh my God, there's so improv many. Improv the shit out of it. It's really funny and entertaining and witty. Well and, constructed. And there was an episode with Kevin Smith, Ralph Garman, and uh, Muse. How did I not know that Ralph was on At Midnight? He, he There was one, yeah. There was one with those guys, and there was one with the MST guys. Um, what is happening? Dude, you don't know? No. Yeah, I'm telling no. you. How do they're, I not know this? Okay, well, I'll find I'll find them for you and send them to you. But it's definitely worth a look see if you can go back into any whatever archive you can find. At Midnight was a magical show. It was. Um, and then uh, you know Chris had his uh, podcast, The Nerdist stuff that kind of mm -hmm. took off on its own and became its own thing. And, um, and now he's the host of uh, NBC's The Wall, which is a game show, which is oh. you know, fun to watch. As far as game shows go, it's pretty good. If you like game shows. Down in Texas? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I see what you did right there. That's pretty good. Huh? That's pretty funny. <laughs> 
Um, So, uh, and then he's also the host of Talking Dead, which is sort of Mm -hmm. the talk show that follows Walking Dead. So he does a ton of stuff. He's also married to one of the Hursts. Mm -hmm. Now, he's married into more money than God. So bless him. And he had, he's just had a lovely child. So congratulations. Cute little baby. Yes. So adorable. And And, props to him for, as an adult, picking up piano. Yeah. Three years ago, he started playing just from Mm -hmm. scratch, and he sucked at first. And he was not afraid to show people this is what it takes. Right. And he's he's now like, I'd say he's better than me. (laughs) Really? Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, again, you have to understand he is a gentleman with, you know, flexible income and time, and be able to concentrate on stuff like that. Limitless resources and teaching and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. He of course, he's pre- got the best of advantage. Yeah. Bet he won't anymore now that there's a kid. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Enjoy that all you can, buddy. So I have loved Chris Hardwick for a long time. Um, I remember early on uh, walking down the street in San Diego during Comic-Con. And be, oh, it's Chris Hardwick. I'm like, hey, dude. Hey, Chris Hardwick. And he high-fived me. And I was oh. fucking giddy. Uh, like, and so, you know, I've always loved super him. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt awful when there was that whole like, uh, scandal with one of his exes kind of stirring up shit. Which oh was yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, it was. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's, that's sort of my, my love letter to Chris Hardwick. And so I have a story, uh, and I will tell it, but I wanted to hear Jen's. <laughs> I still like that running gag. Okay, uh, so I worked on The Walking Dead for about five plus years, um, and doing at, oh music editing. Mind. So I was okay. on the music the the music team, I guess you'd say sound team. That's and so cool. I know it was super fun working with Bear McCreary, the composer, mm-hmm. and so it's great because look you you work in the industry and you work on all these shows and some of them are, you know, straight to TV movies or Hallmark movies or whatever. And you may worked harder than you've ever worked before mm-hmm. and done the most amazing work and no one cares. Right. <laughs> right. But, but the this is what I'm quickly learning. Right. You work on a show like that and all of a sudden, Hey, and it was, it even got, you know, an Emmy for the sound department. Of course it's on an episode that, I didn't work on because I switched off like every other episode with my coworker, Mike Baber. And so he got to go to the award ceremony. I was like, why? 50, 50 chance there. And it's not like we did any better job on that show than we do on our other shows. It's just the luck of the draw. It's the luck of the draw. And yeah, I've worked on other like parenthood and, and house and other shows that had critical acclaim. And so I feel like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Did you also do uh, Lucifer? No, but I enjoy that show so much. I wish I did. Because oh, okay. I loved watching that show. I just I just assumed. All right. Anyway, oh, an Outlander. That was a good one too. Um, oh, yeah. But anyway, so I was working on The Walking Dead, and they offered us this amazing thing for. Oh, I'm trying to think. It was season seven. I can't remember now. But they said, "Hey, we're gonna do the season premiere in New York." Oh wait, no, that was a whole other story. So mm-hmm. <laughs> no, before the New York premiere, which was was amazing. He. Okay, so they invited us to this huge party at the back lot of Universal, and they mm-hmm. had all the zombies there, and they they dialed this thing in. This was a humongous private party. Wow. And Shit. they had all of these caterers lined up, 
with barbecues and fake people meat and like because you know it was like there's cannibals in the storyline and it was crazy people were freaking me out like by acting like zombies because they had all these actors oh okay yeah and which which actually i enjoyed because i love scary stuff so it was kind of cool yeah i I don't mind that so that was fun but i so they took us on these trams to get from the parking lot to there because everyone's mamby pamby and (laughs) (laughs) oh my god like where's craft services and do i have to walk i have to walk more than 15 feet oh my god oh my god i will not stand for that i mean i literally (laughs) will not stand yeah right wobbly wobbly so um yeah so they they had this beautiful thing so i i get there and i'm just like whoa blown away like how much money this is bank oh my gosh couldn't i have just had a check um but (laughs) i minute i land there chris Chris Hardwick is there and I'm like oh man I love Chris I want to go over and say hi to him but again we've been told don't yeah. bother the talent right. yes yeah so I had that whole conflicting thing mm-hmm. and I I was like considering it but he was all by himself and I felt really bad oh. like he was he, he kind of looked like aimless mm-hmm. yeah it's like <laughs> and, what do I do now and I'm like uh, but like then Oh, I don't know. Just put me in this position of like, how do I be respectful for maybe he's bored? Maybe he wants a a buddy or no, maybe that would be like the most horrific thing ever. And he doesn't want a buddy that he doesn't know. So anyways, I was like, as whatever. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious how you broached the the conversation with him. Cause that's that fascinating. I did not, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So I just kind of like, I stood around the side (gasps) and now I can't remember who I went with. Um, and we just kind of talked for him, like, do we go up? Do we go up? No, 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 no. Do we go up? And then he left. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. So, so the, the New York thing comes in just because when flash forward, when they threw this big party for us in Madison Square Garden, which yeah. was like the first time I've ever been to New York. So it was overwhelming to begin with. Right. And they showed the premiere in um, Madison Square Garden, which is weird. So I got to see my name up like huge that's, on the screen. Man, that's, that's I know. So cool. And they had the fans on in the, the whole stadium. And Chris didn't go. I was really bummed. So at the party, I talked to every star that was there. I learned my lesson. I took mm-hmm. pictures with them and I did the whole tourist thing. So I've got all these pictures with Norman Reedus and, and uh, oh my God, so many people. Um, the guy who played Abraham. I can't think of his name right now because I'm blanking out. Um, I can't help you too because I didn't Michael, I've never watched the uh, show. Reckless. Wait, no, no. Michael, what's his last name that played Yondu? Why can't I, I think of his I last name? Chicklist? Oh, no, not Chicklist. Chicklist wasn't there. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you, Eureka. Yeah, that was a great show. Um, um, uh, I don't know any of these people. Okay, anyways. So but anyways, a lot uh, of the. A Rooker, lot of the, Michael Rooker. I don't know. Oh, Michael Rooker. Okay. Oh, yeah, there, Michael yeah, Rooker. Yeah. He okay. just comes up and grabs and puts his arm around me and he's like, Hey, what's going on over here? And he's what's everybody talking sweet. about? Oh, what's so everybody? Cool. Yeah. And just everyone was so sweet. And I talked to a bunch of the stars and there was no weird thing except for with Norman Reedus. So he had what his happened? he had his PR person with him. And oh. I was going out of my way, which is very unlike me. Then like, hey, mm-hmm. could I do you mind if I have a picture with you? And he's like uh, he's like looking over to her and she's like, yeah, that's okay. And I'm like, oh my God, it's one of these. And so we took a picture and I'll, I'll send it to you. Cause it looks like he's the most uncomfortable person. Like 
like oh. he it's like we're a prom date and he didn't want to go with me but his mom said you need to go out with jennifer she's oh, a gee. nice girl she comes from a good family look you know whatever so i just feel like it was <laughs> funniest <laughs> situation right. ever so i'll send you that picture yeah do you mind we'll use that for the photo for the show today okay mind. yes anyway right, so uh flash forward back to um chris hardwick yes. i reached I reached out to him just when he was got married and he was doing mm -hmm. all these fun festivities and just uh, he was talking about whatever his his the drinks because he is a non drinker. Yes. And he has had all non alcoholic beverages. And at the time I was a non drinker because I went a year uh, just for health reasons, just went a year right without on. drinking. Yeah. Sure. And uh, at the time I was, you know, so we went back and forth on uh, social media and he was just a sweetheart. I was like, wow, I should have gone up to him. God damn it. Yeah, right? <laughs> he would have been it would have been cool he and he would have been fine. And now yeah. I realize that I was just being my own dorky self. So that's the end of my story. No, that's a good. And and the moral of all that story, too, it seems like is, you know, I, I and I've run into it, too, is just don't overthink it too much when you're you're hanging they're, they're people they are actual people and sometimes they get lonely and unsure of themselves and they're not fucking gods you guys so you can walk up and be like hey i'm so and so and you don't have to take all their time just be like i watched you on this i really enjoyed it thanks a lot yeah i think what i've learned is they appreciate when you can name things mm -hmm. that you've done that you appreciated don't yes. say things you didn't like about them like oh you played a dick character like don't don't do yeah. that just say hey i really enjoy your work that you do on at midnight it makes me laugh or right. whatever be specific about what you like because they like to hear the good feedback because they are sensitive just like everyone else and yeah. they probably get a lot of negativity but um and they don't like being put on wait what's the word for put it put upon they, put upon yeah and like don't make them do a bunch of crap and just yeah don't emotionally enroll them don't yes. don't sort of like you know don't come at them with an expectation of a reaction from them yes like, in mind be prepared to just say just, hey i really enjoy your work on blah 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 have a great day and leave and that yeah. for them is like wow perfect i don't great? have to come i don't so have to nice. talk back i don't have and to you Think about it like in your own job. Like if somebody came up to you and was like, you know, hey, you did really good on that thing. Way to go. Hey, right. thanks. That's really awesome. I mean, that's what sh that's the kind of energy that they appreciate. Um, because in like if you thought about it like at your own job and somebody's like, oh, hey, can I get a oh, this you did this amazing thing. And I just want to and you're like trying to like take a bunch of their emotional attention and energy and time and stuff. That's right. that's the that's when they're like, all right, here we go. Right, right. So I think that yeah, I don't that. don't go into stories that they don't care about. Right. Oh, my friend's sister's boyfriend's veterinarian is like, so there was this time and like, no, stop. Yeah, they don't know you. They don't know all that stuff. Don't assume that they know all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It reminds me of old K Rock days. Do you remember Tad? Um, there. On the street no. guy who would do, they put him out there because he, he was an intern and he was so bad that they would put him out on the streets to do interviews and things. And they were, it was kind of on the level of SNL. Oh, Nine. no, no. Well. Or of like a, like a Letterman man on, or Leno man he, on the street kind of thing or. No, it was this, he couldn't construct a question. He couldn't even. Jody remembers. 
Jody yeah. Erickson. Big Tad. Yeah, they called him Big Tad. And he just was, he was so bad that it was just a train wreck kind of a segment. But Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. Don't be that guy. All right. All right. So, well, okay. So, we've got a beautiful, lovely, bigger, and more interesting story. Well, okay. So, before we start it, real quick, I just wanted, because we'll do this, and I wanted to throw out the phone number, see if anybody wanted to call in about some stuff that uh, we wanted to talk about for next week. Uh, so real quick, before we do this story here, we'll give it a little phone number shout out. If I can just allow me to tell me what you think, call Big Fink, 774 Big Fink. Shout out to my brother and to Eric for coming together on that. I appreciate it. All right. So I have got a story. And uh, where did my, okay, here's a, okay, there we go. All right. Get there ready. Settle in, kids. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Jody, I want to hear that song. Um, okay, so <laughs> this is uh, the big thing happened, and then there's sort of a little post a PS to it. So uh, <laughs> let's let's break down how you're going to tell this story instead of I, telling the story. I know <laughs> exactly. This is how it's going to go. So don't jump the gun when you hear what you think is the end of the story because there's a follow up. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're out of time. We're out of time. That's the Fink Show. I'm just kidding. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start off with a, an yes, introduction. Exactly. It's yes, going to make exactly. everything make sense. At the end, I'm going to bookend it by referencing yeah. the introduction. So here's the thing. This story is going to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. <laughs> this is how I roll. This is how I roll, everybody. <laughs> so... This was Comic-Con like six or seven years ago. I can't believe I'm actually telling this story now. So six or seven years ago, Comic-Con, uh, we uh, go to see Chris's stand-up at the Balboa Theater. And if you've never been to the Balboa Theater in San Diego, it's huge. It's got the full lower level and a big like balcony level. And it's, I don't know, maybe 8,000 people. 9,000 maybe, I don't know. Uh, so we are in the third row. And, you know, he's doing his stand-up and it's funny. And near the end, uh, he uh, he goes, oh, okay, well, I, I got some time for some quements, which he called questions if people wanted to just shout out questions and stuff. Gotcha. And so one of the fun things that I knew that he likes to do is recite pie. Oh, so I, to, I raised my hand uh, quite a few numbers. Probably I would say he would go on for about 30 to 45 seconds. Just straight to how many sig figs <laughs> Matthews out there. Well done. Ding. Queen J. Where's my audio effects? Holy crap. There we are. All right. Oh, wow. I won. Yeah, that's right. Um, so the end. Yeah, and that's time, everybody. No, so he uh, he definitely recited pie, and it was cool, and everybody clapped and stuff. And then he took some other questions, and it was getting near the end of the question uh, section. And I don't know what possessed me, mm-hmm. but and so I was in the third row, very center of the row, the very center. Uh, so everyone behind you hated you. Well, this is my whole life. Every concert, everything I ever go to, everyone behind me hates me. Uh, Don't think the view blocker. That's me. Uh, so I want to get a shirt with something right across the shoulders going, sorry, I'm 6'10". What are you going to do? Um, you damn. That's right. Okay. 
I'm slouching, I swear, I'm slouching. So, uh, I don't know what possessed me, but at the end of the question thing, I raised my hand again, and he's like, oh, you, sir, because he's sort of just walking up and down the aisles with a, a wireless microphone, and somebody had given him uh, some gifts. Uh, so he, he was carrying a, a microphone in one hand and a lightsaber in the other. Oh, cool. Yeah. Dig it. And um, I raised my hand, and I'm like, uh, can I have a hug? Oh, my God. <laughs> And oh my he God. like, um, sure, I guess you can have a hug. And so I stood what? up. And so naturally, people don't quite know how tall I am when I'm sitting down. <laughs> and I stand up and I can hear the entire sold out Balboa Theater go. Whoa! And he cowers <gasps> across the aisle from me. <laughs> and so I stand up and I kind of inch my way over and he kind of hugs my waist and I pat his back. I'm like patting his kidneys basically because he's so much tinier than me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he gets back. Was he, was he visibly shaking? <laughs> he, was, he was just like, what the fuck is happening? And so... Um, he pulls back and he gets says into the microphone. He's like, Jesus, you're huge. I could ride you like a horse. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. And so me taking so a little did. improv, I said, yes, and. And I turned around and gave him a running piggyback ride up one aisle of the Balboa Theater. Holy crikey. That's awesome. And um, I have to tell you... Um, I have some experience in some sports. Yeah, and volleyball, I, right? I, uh, what's this? You're your volleyballist, correct? A new basketballist. Oh, Bas you're bas uh, baller. basketballery. Yes, I'm all about the basketball. Or I was at least before my knees got shot out. Um, so uh, I, I have some experience with crowds yelling and screaming at me. Um, I was in the <laughs> state semifinals. I was once an uh, ogre. Yes, I was once. Well, actually, yeah, that's pretty much what I did on the basketball court. I was the guy that was the bruiser. Um, but I, I mean, I played at the Anaheim Pond uh, in state semifinals with people like packed screaming at me. I did not get that kind of response. Nothing like that I've ever heard in my life. Uh, people screaming. At me. Uh, and so I'm running up one aisle and he goes, well, we should go outside. And I was oh like, God. Oh, I don't know, man. It's, it's a long run. He's like, all right. Yeah, you're right. And so I kind of turn and I come back down the alley. He's like, yeah, this is taking a lot longer than I thought. I was like, yeah, me too. And so I um, come back up to the edge of the stage and I kind of like do a little 180 and go boop, 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 back up. And I set his butt down on the stage, you know, just by, you know, standing because he's a piggyback ride, you know, thing. Yeah. And I set his butt down on the stage, and then I back up and I, I back away doing the, um, the Wayne and Garth like we're not worthy, we're not worthy, right. and then I sit back down in my chair, and then he finishes the show, and then uh, I, when the show ends, I am instantly a celebrity. <laughs> oh my, really? <laughs> And were you were you a single dude at I, the time? I, no, I was I was there with my lovely wife. Uh, shout and out, lovely wife. Shout out, shout out, Mrs. Vegan Giant. Uh, yeah, so um, 
I was I, I was beset upon by people that wanted their picture with me. <gasps> and um, I will say that it was that experience in and of itself was awesome. The tricky part, the tricky part was that the overwhelming adrenaline rush that I had from that whole experience mixed with the physical exertion um, I was consciously holding back throwing up. Oh, oh, I, it no. was It was so much adrenaline and it was so much like running an exertion at the same time, which I was sadly not doing so much at, at that point in my life. A little, little out of shape there. You know, maybe so at least uh, for aerobic stuff. I was more of the massage therapist, so I was more about standing and flexing and whatnot. But, um... Yeah, uh, so that turned into me being on some different podcasts and talking about it. And I went up to a, a question and answer thing at uh, Comic-Con the next day uh, for the Nerdist. And uh, I was asking some questions and then I did the, oh, by the way, because I was in like Hall H or something. Mm -hmm. and I was the guy that gave Chris Hardwick a piggyback ride last night. And it was like, wow. And it was like, what the fuck? start a twitter account the guy who gave chris hardwick i fucking i did not capitalize on it i didn't um, <laughs> so, opportunities right yeah see i didn't know this stuff i don't know this stuff at the time so um that's the big piece and then the postscript to this uh was that uh i'd say the okay so comic-con yes yeah, so i went to the next wonder con which is easter time which is right about now um, so the previous Wait, Comic Con, WonderCon, WonderCon, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know about WonderCon. Oh, I figured you did because you're an LA person. Okay, so WonderCon is basically Comic Con in Anaheim at the Anaheim Convention Center over Easter weekend, usually or right around that. Oh, so like right nowish? Right now, it just finished actually. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this just happened. We always go bug Bob sets. Um, so it's about. And again, for people that are interested in Comic-Con, it's a great way to dip a toe into it because it never sells out. It's about a third the cost and it's way more spread out. So it's a good way to kind of test if you can even deal with that kind of situation. Um, but at the time, because, you know, Chris was still kind of, you know, in his coming up sort of stage there, uh, he was doing a meet and greet. So this the the Comic-Con thing happened in July and then the WonderCon thing happened the following spring. Um so I I tried like hell to get to that meet and greet. I was like the third in line out of like 200. I like definitely sacrificed a lot of time to be in that line and it was worth it uh cuz I got to go shake his hand and meet him and say, "Hey, I was the guy that gave you the feedback ride." He's like, "Oh yeah, you're the guy." He's like, my friend thought that was all planned. <clears throat> oh my gosh. It was a great, but that's a great moment. I'm sure he appreciated the fact you made a moment for yeah. him there. Yeah. And I could tell, like, he, he took a picture with us afterwards and you could see the smile on his face. He was definitely, did right. shaking three did you, times, Bob said. Like, yeah, there's so many like questions. I'm trying to, I'm trying to ask the questions I think people would ask, which is like, did you, yes. did you keep that shirt and never wash it? <laughs> that I gave him the piggyback ride on. Yeah. No, I I was freaking the fuck out. I definitely did, but um it was already that shirt was probably already a little gamey for being at Comic-Con already. I uh, Yeah, that's you can get gamey just by walking time. in. It smells like a, a basement. Yeah, it's like a gym basement 
like, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, it's hot because you're going to be sweating anyway. And you're walking a lot. So it's, yeah, most of my Comic-Con clothes, I have a snarky t-shirt. And then I wear, um, you know, cargo shorts and sturdy shoes like I'm hiking through the desert. That's how I roll it through Comic-Con. So kind of half tourist, half yeah. nerd. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I that's the thing with Comic-Con is I, I've learned to travel light. Um, people always want to hand me all these little handouts. Oh, yeah. Do you, um, do you have the little bag where you throw all that good stuff in there? I did, I did the first few years, and then these bags just started popping up, and, uh, and they, they started piling up in boxes. And so now what I do is I'm very discerning. It's, if, it's, if it's something I specifically want, I will grab it. Otherwise, if I'm out on the street and people are trying to hand me shit, mm-hmm. um, I usually go, all right, I'll take one of yours if you take one of my business cards. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So one for one. And so that's what I do when people are handing me their little, like, you know, go eat at my restaurant or whatever the fuck stuff happens at Comic-Con. I give them one of my cards. I go, I'll take one of, I'll take one of yours if you take one of mine. I get and it. sometimes I get they'll it. be like, nah, forget it. And they'll be like, all right, see you later then. Pound sand, brother. That's right, slick. I, you want to encumber me? See. I'm going to encumber you. Cumber. Oh. Encumber. Dueling black. Full circle. What's funny is yes, so man. I only went to Comic-Con once, and I went with the oh. uh, art director of Image Comics. Holy and, shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're so high up in this world, Jen. It's no, so amazing. No, 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 no. No, it, no, but like Image was small back then. And what's okay. funny is like at first he, he gave me a bunch of these comic books, a ton. And I was mm-hmm. so happy because they were straight from the press. You know, he just gave them to me from their office. He's like, here, check this out. You're going to like this. Uh, check out Battle Santa or Battle Pope. That was it. Battle Pope was yeah. hilarious. Um, and a bunch of that I liked. And he gave me this one with zombies. <laughs> it turned out it was The Walking Dead. Holy so, shit. I got it's so funny that I got introduced to The Walking Dead by by Image Comics. And so you were like, OG Walking Dead. Super OG. Holy crap. And, and then I had and so I had to like say like once I got hired for The Walking Dead the show I'm like you're not going to believe this. I'm working on your your property. Like it's so weird that you Wait know. Wait a minute. So you didn't <clears throat> use you didn't use that nugget as part of your interview cuz that's what I would be doing. I'd be like I'm so excited to be in Oregon at this place because many years ago I had this thing and oh no, yeah I'd be wearing no, that I'd, be, I, I'd have that I'd have that comic book like safety pin to my front lapel walking into the building. That's funny. No, and sadly with with the job that I did, so it's kind of like I'm part engineer, part musician. Because what we do is both musical and you need to know how to compose music in order to do it because sometimes you're taking raw materials and creating totally new cues with what, like totally new music with yeah. these tons of tracks. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's a 50, completely 50 different tracks. language to the it's people uninitiated. Language, yeah. It's a completely different language. <clears throat> and I had a little chance yesterday to just get a little <laughs> help from Queen J yesterday and it just, it, it it's my brain started cracking just doing that. So <laughs> we were, all we hail Queen J. Little engineering there. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and that's, yeah. I love that stuff. Like I, much respect just, must be given y'all. Well, thanks. I just, I don't know. It's, it's a language I understand very, very well. So I didn't have to do anything for it. That's the sad thing is that like in that world, you kind of get glommed on to the composers that you work with. So sure. 
if they get the job, you get the job. And yeah. that is, that's the case except for pilots. On pilots, they, they typically do not hire a composer for that. And you are it. So you get hired. So I did like Krypton, which was really fun. Oh, um, the, the pilot? Yeah. Holy and shit. It was fun because like they wouldn't let us talk about it and we had to be super secret and like they renamed the show even like so. What? Oh, and that was with Call Meany or not Call Meany. I like that call too. Call McCarthy who oh. did Peaky Blinders. And mm -hmm. every day he would tell us, you know, I did Peaky Blinders. <laughs> every, day, every day. Was it a, it just became a running joke? No, he didn't realize that, like, I think he was just trying, because it was big there and no one cared about it here yet. Oh, no one knew I about see. Peaky Blinders here. And he kept saying that. And, like, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. And he was he was very sweet. But, like, um, I don't, him and I, like, sometimes creatively saw different ways. And, mm -hmm. and I'm very passionate about, like, you know, my thing. It's his show, though, like. You, right. you, know, you do what the director wants but so i felt like i need to like tell him i i do appreciate you so i brought him donuts from just dk and he was so happy like <sighs> i he said do you don't know because he's scottish and i oh. won't approach his accent because yeah, it was beautiful I, I, but because yeah. it, it was a real one not one of the you know like great oh, it's very great um <laughs> he he, yeah he said you have no idea how much of this shit the scots eat like this is my jam and you've made me so happy so oh, <laughs> oh Sorry, that was so a lot awesome. of stories in one no that was awesome <sighs> i love that well i do uh we are approaching the end of the show here we do have our heart out unless you uh i i, I don't know what you got going on oh uh, yeah i i yeah, could do five let's stuff. do well i did want to play because we have a we have yeah, a trailer you, here yeah, do what you need to do, and that that's fine. Okay, all right. Here's the deal. Um, it did get a little play on the Ralph Report today, and I was very surprised. Oh, uh, oh yes. So uh, excited about this. Yeah, uh, but I did want to play it for uh, – I did want to play it for uh, the, the Fink Show people in case you didn't hear it. And I'll play – I'll post it separately as well. I'm really proud of this one. I don't know how – I'm just surprised it turned out as well as it did. So – uh, please enjoy the new trailer for Shrewbius. He spliced his DNA with a tree shrew, an animal that can process alcohol better than any other on Earth, and became Shrewbius. Now, no matter how much he drinks, he'll never get drunk. Oh, wait, hold on. Um, now, whenever he takes a sip of alcohol, he gets wasted. Oh, that's also not good either. Well then, what? Shrewbius, coming this fall on CW The Ocho. Coming this fall. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, thank you, thank you. You get the big audience. That was, that was great. One of my favorite parts about it, it's hard to hear it unless you have headphones on, uh, you can hear on the second take when I come back into the uh, thing, you can yeah. hear a big gulp. <laughs> oh, see, that's why it's great hearing it more than once because sometimes yeah. there's things in there that you hide. Yes, I do. I do on and, purpose. Yeah, and you that's great because it gives you something the second time, time yes. around. <laughs> I loved it. And I this whole week, like for me, what I love about the fake commercials and fake songs, it just reminds me like, 
I used to watch Mr. Show all the time and Flight yes. of the Concords. And those are my favorite types of humor that makes me happy. So mm. I love hearing stuff like this because it just Thank it you. totally brings me back to that. Oh my god! Yeah, I put a bunch of extra like monkey sounds in in the thing. We played it all week for the other jingle. The boozy fruits one. So happy because I'm like, oh, now people can hear all the other monkey sounds I made. <laughs> and those were all you, right? Yeah, that's all. God, good. that's so good. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's I can do monkey and and also dolphin. I can do several animals, but monkey's funny because I had to do like at the end a drunk monkey. Like, oh yeah, a drunk monkey sound like who fell out of the tree. That's that was like, I. I it, it took me there. It one hundred percent took me there. <laughs> it was a very three dimensional performance, Queen J. I loved it. Yes, and surround sound too. <laughs> this is right. You damn right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited sweet. about that marula fruit though. I looked and they do have a, a vegan version of it. I might have to try it. Wait, vegan it. version? Why? What would? What well, would the marula liqueur. The stuff oh. that you can actually drink, and it's kind of like Bailey's, apparently. I am down for that. I would like yeah. that. Let's send out our address. <laughs> yeah, right? Put it on really? our Amazon wish list. Please, We're, yeah. Send it. Oh, yeah. We could That's have a great. little taste test. There, There's a, and it's kind of, apparently it is just a lot like Bailey's, where there is a, a dairy version and a non-dairy version that's made with like almond milk or something. So I, I'd be interested in trying that. I'll, I'll, uh. I don't yeah. know. I'll go check out a Bevmo around here and see if I can. I don't know if if, if we uh, if we order it online, it's going to be here like you know in, in November weeks. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say in November, but yeah, uh, let's let's do a little okay, research. Me, and, I'm going to write it down, and then both of us should order it. All right, I dig it. Marillo. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll figure that out, and um, we'll maybe we'll do a little taste test on the show. I think that's a good good plan. Sweet ginger brown. Yeah, baby. This show's nothing but fun. That's what I say. Four, okay, maybe not 24-7. One. I was about to say. 3.75 per day. <laughs> per day. I like that. <sighs> I like that. Um, this is, you know, and this is what we like to do, is just give you a little dose of fun every day. I'm, a, I'm sorry, I, I got trapped in the I trapped in the uh, comment section. I'm like, I know Jesse's like, getting all entomo entomological. Whoa, is that an English LL, a Spanish LL, or a Welsh LL? I like I, Welsh LLs. <laughs> some eggs, they're good. Right, yeah, I'm gonna go with smoking LL right now. Um, I actually, um, I think it's South African, so I wouldn't. Uh, I'd have to figure that out. Do oh, a little Danish research. or Dutch or. No, Dutch. Oh, it's, it, it might be Dutch. We have yeah. to ask uh, us to have our friend Leckerding about that. Yeah. My Dutch friend. <laughs> All right, my friend. See you next week. Goodbye, my Later, taters. Later, taters.